Welcome to Dailyish Fit Tips. I'm Molly, and I'm a personal trainer, fitness instructor, and sports nutritionist. This podcast is designed to motivate, educate, and cut through the BS. So whether you're a gym rat or if you're new to fitness, I'm sure you could benefit. Thanks for listening, and let's get after it. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode I'm pretty excited about. It's going to be kind of fun. I'm just going to be picking apart a whole bunch of quotes that I find on the internet and then I've heard like through the grapevine and talking about why I love or hate them. So the first thing people do when they're like ready to get after it and ready to reach their fitness goals is sometimes they find a whole bunch of motivational quotes that just kind of like help them find their why and keep them going. I absolutely love this, honestly. I I love when somebody else's words can really convince you to do better. But throughout the years, I've seen the absolute best of quotes and best of mindsets and, obviously, the worst. So, because it's a little bit more fun to pick apart, I'm going to start with the worst fitness quotes that are out there. So, the first one you hear all the time is, no pain, no gain. First of all, bullshit. Um, (laughs) Just plain and simple, that is bullshit. There are so many things you can do that don't cause you pain that can actually benefit you so much more than a heavy lift or anything like that. Also, this is kind of backwards because if you think about it, eating a lot of food usually isn't all that painful and it makes you gain a lot of weight. So not only could it be interpreted way too many ways, it's also just not true. So some actually healthy things that are not painful that help you gain a lot is like reading and gaining lots of perspective on your health and fitness journey or anything else. You're gaining a lot of knowledge. Daily walks and yoga usually aren't painful, but they help you gain those miles in the piggy bank and they help you become more flexible. And I'm sorry, but if your yoga is painful, you're not doing it correctly or you're pushing yourself too hard for no reason. Yoga is supposed to be gentle stretching and sometimes like a little hot and sweaty action and some strengthening, but it's never supposed to be painful. Whoever told you that is just straight up lying or they're just, they do not have the knowledge. Some painful things that do not help you gain. Um, starving yourself for the sake of losing weight. Um, that's a lot of pain, and you're not gaining anything. Not only can you not build muscle in a caloric deficit, there's ways around it, but not getting into that right now, but you're also not gaining any weight, and you're not gaining any, like, mental satisfaction. You might be gaining a little bit of mental toughness, but I'm sorry, this is just not the right way unless you're, like, on some remote island and you're starving on accident. I think I could pick apart this quote for, like, an entire hour or even a day, so I'm gonna go ahead and move on, but no pain, no gain is just straight up bullshit. Trigger warning. Trigger warning. Hear me out. This next one is something that I actually used when I was really, when I was in my most dysmorphic, unhealthy mindset, kind of like, this is, this is when my mindset was the unhealthiest and I was probably experiencing not an eating disorder, but disordered eating. Big diff. It makes me feel sick even just saying it, but I truly believed it. Nothing tastes as good as skinny feels. Okay, it can sound pretty innocent in a sense, like nothing tastes as good as skinny feels because, I mean, feeling a comfortable weight does feel very, very good. And I do believe that feeling healthy outweighs any sort of like palatable experience, but just the word like skinny 
and the fact that you have to be small in order to feel so good like encouraging people to just be skinny and in pursuit of being skinny like don't eat food like i'm not exactly sure how to pick this apart correctly if that's even <laughs> a thing but essentially saying that you can't enjoy life in pursuit of being skinny is just bonkers to me and it also implies that dieting has to taste bad like i'm sorry i've been dieting on and off since i was like 11 or 12 years old and all of my diet food honestly tastes pretty good and i have stayed at my personal comfortable weight for basically my entire life so the fact that you have to say nothing tastes as good as skinny feels is also it just doesn't make any sense like why do you have to give up taste in order to get smaller and why the fuck excuse me why the heck do you have to get smaller well i don't really agree with like glorifying food and making it seem like some type of trophy instead of just kind of like fuel like i do like to neutralize food just because i feel like it brings less emotion around it um that doesn't mean that it can't be enjoyable like i think because towards the end of life like food sometimes is the only highlight of your day which i'm learning in my working life like my residents the highlight of their day is coming to meals so the fact that nothing tastes as good as skinny feels kind of ruins their only highlight of the day i can't really pick that one apart anymore so i'm gonna go ahead and move on to another shitty quote this one's kind of fun what doesn't kill you makes you stronger are you serious like if i were to break my leg like maybe if i have a really good attitude after that i'd be more mentally tough but I can't say that that would make me stronger. I can't say that getting mono and then COVID twice made me stronger. In fact, I think it kind of ruined my immune system a little bit. Like, I'm sorry. Whoever came up with the what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, while it might help you build more mental toughness, body-wise, hell no. What doesn't kill you just Make sure that you're still alive. I'm already on to the next one. I'm already bored. The next one from Mrs. Julian Michaels, baby. Unless you puke, faint, or die, keep going. Are you, are you kidding me? Are you serious, Julian? While I love this lady's uh, attitude towards fitness and the working hard point, back to the what doesn't kill you make you makes you stronger. If you are pushing yourself 100% every single day, not only are you going to increase inflammation in the body, which makes it harder for your body to recover from your workouts, even if you don't want to complete a workout, you don't have to. And that's what makes it a lifestyle. Like if, if you always dread doing a workout because you know that once you get in that gym, you can't leave. Like you're locked into whatever you're doing. You're just going through the motions that just kind of ruins it for you. But if you look forward to your workout knowing like, I, you know what, I'm just going to go, I'm going to do whatever I want, and then I'm going to leave, it kind of turns into like this, okay, well, this is something that I enjoy, and if I don't enjoy it, I have the freedom to go. But that also gives you the chance to notice how good it makes you feel after you complete a really good workout. So then you're able to separate, like psychologically, when I complete this workout, it feels great. And when I leave in the middle, I don't feel as great. So mentally, you're able to make those connections and those synapses will help you associate good feelings with good completed workouts, therefore making it an awesome relationship with exercise. So I'm sorry, Jillian. 
I know you had a lot of fame, but I don't really respect the way that you train. It's not, not the way I'm doing it. Not the way I'm doing it, Jill. Another one, basically on the same token as the last, go hard or go home. Absolutely not. Because any movement is better than no movement. Sometimes even just getting to the gym is enough movement. I will literally, sometimes, I will literally, no, just the other day, I was super emotional. I went to the gym. I walked on the treadmill to get all warmed up. I did like 30 squats, like three sets of 10, and then I started crying, so I just left. (laughs) I didn't have to push through that. I didn't have to force myself to finish my workout while I was like crying. There was absolutely no point. So how about just go, do what you can, and then go home. Going hard means something different every single day. If you wake up and you only have 50% and you do 50%, you did your best, and that should be enough. Without further ado, moving on to the next, ooh, the summer body, the bikini body. I'm not gonna lie, I use this one in like my ads and stuff, which I hate, but I mean, It gets attention because of the way it's been used in the past. But every single body is a bikini body. You don't have to be a certain size to wear certain clothing. Bodies are beautiful in general. Show off your curves, show off your rolls, show off your abs. I don't care what you got going on. Every single body deserves to wear whatever it wants. That one pisses me off. Just the fat shaming and pressure we put on especially women's bodies to look a certain way is totally outdated we are getting rid of it just keep pushing for it keep showing off your body it's beautiful okay we're over it another good one is what's your excuse if i need to be having some type of family emergency to be able to not do a workout without immense guilt or disappointment from myself or my peers Something is wrong with that. (laughs) Something is seriously wrong with that. How about work out when you want to and, but I mean, you can use gentle discipline. Like I have a goal. So working out every day is part of my routine. I'm going to keep doing it. And as long as it's something that you like, keep doing it. But the whole like, what's your excuse? Why aren't you working out? You're a bad person if you don't do this. Like, why is there so much morality attached to like, your health and your fitness and your weight. Like, it's not that big of a deal. (laughs) There's also a really big difference between excuses and reasons. Like, if you were, like, gonna go, but you're like, I just don't really feel like it. First of all, that's valid. I don't want to is a perfectly fine reason. But using the word excuse ties morality to health, which I just don't think is right. Like, you can be a great person in poor health. So kind of like change that quote to, what's your reason? And if your reason is, I don't want to, fine. Just don't go. But also, if you want to be healthy, like, exercise will help you do so. So I recommend it. Next quote. Do you know what cobalamin is? Do you know what curcuminoids are? How about colacaciferol or alpha-tocopherol? The quote, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it, annoys the shit out of me. Because this just kind of encourages people to not even do their research. Like, what is multitol? It's a sugar, by the way. All of those fancy words that most, like, fourth graders can't pronounce are vitamins and minerals. They are healthy for you. They will help you reach your health goals. 
and encourage longevity. So the whole quote of, if you can't pronounce it, don't eat it, is just kind of dismissive to a world of vitamins, minerals, and other really healthy things that can help you reach your health goals or even surpass them. Oh, the next one's my favorite. Um, After this workout, we're getting blank, like pizza or ice cream. Like, you cannot out-train a bad diet. If you have a weight loss goal and you're just working out and eating whatever you want, it's so unlikely, I'm sorry, that you're going to reach your goal. Diet is honestly the most important thing for weight loss. So, unless you are like on some type of bulk, which most beginners are not, eating whatever you want and working out is not going to help you reach your goals. Working out is great and it can help you shape your body a little bit, but unless you're in a caloric deficit eating healthier foods, you're just not going to be losing weight. I'm sorry, but it's the truth. The next one is <laughs> the best revenge is a fit body. Did I sound like Khloe Kardashian at all? Um, I don't know. Is, is it Chloe or Courtney? I don't know. Basically, one of them has a show and, like, it's called Revenge Body. Basically, um, in order to make your ex really jealous and sad that they lost you, you have to lose weight and look hot. Implying that you were not hot before and larger bodies are not attractive. So, in order to be attractive and make your ex miss you, you need to lose weight and look different. Are you kidding me? Have you ever heard anything more insensitive <laughs> and more fat shamey than an entire show using extrinsic motivation to make people look different to make their ex mad? Are you serious? This just the whole idea just gets me on fire. Not only were you beautiful before, the way you look does not affect the compatibility of a relationship. In fact, I think it's all about personality and how you guys work together as a team. Oh my gosh, so before I start like crying with anger, basically, you do not have to look any different for your ex to miss you. Second of all, if you want to be healthier, that should come from you and it should be because you want to be healthier, not because you want to look different for somebody else. And basically, this is just, this just should not exist. This quote should not exist. Can we cancel it? Thank you. So I'm actually getting very, very hungry for breakfast. So I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast. I'm going to do another episode where I do all the good ones and while they're, why they're great, even though this one was a lot more fun. Do one single thing that makes you feel healthy today and let it be enough. Talk to you in the next one.